Well, happy Twelfth Night and happy Eve of the Epiphany. And just for good measure, I feel that I should also wish you all a happy New Year. I hope everyone has had a blessed Christmas tide. I was blessed to be with my family over the Christmas holiday, so I missed seeing the sanctuary decorated with the gorgeous poinsettias. I'm so glad to be here tonight. Thank you to everyone who donated towards the Christmas flowers. They're beautiful. Which leads me to also thanking and praising the Altar Guild and those who arrange and care for our flowers week in and week out. Your ministries are a true gift to us all. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Speaking of gifts, is that a good segue? When Jesus was born in Bethlehem, there came to pay him homage wise men from the east. The name given to these men was Magi. The Magi were skilled in philosophy, medicine, and natural science. And in those ancient days, everyone believed in astrology. They believed that they could foretell the future from the stars. Now, we do not know what brilliant star the Magi saw, but we know that it was their profession to watch the heavens. And some heavenly brilliance spoke to them, telling of the entry of a king into the world. And as they followed that star, they continued until it stopped over the place where the child was. And we are told in our gospel reading from Matthew tonight that they were overwhelmed with joy. Upon entering the house, they found the baby with his mother Mary, and they paid him homage. The word that gets translated as homage is a combination of the Greek words for to fall down and to kiss, very fitting. And as they knelt in praise, they also offered the baby their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. As you can imagine, each of these gifts held a special meaning. Frankincense, because he is God, excuse me, gold first. <laughs> gold is the gift for a king, and this baby is a king. Frankincense, because he is God. And the incense symbolizes prayer rising to the heavens like smoke. And myrrh, which was often used for burials and symbolized death. Because even here at the beginning of this story about Jesus as a baby in the manger, we already know where this story is going, to the cross and beyond. Like the Magi, we are all on our own journeys, carrying our gifts within us. We too seek to know the love of God that was manifested into the world by God's self in the person of Jesus Christ. And as we follow Jesus, as his disciples, we are seeking to know the right place to lay down our gifts. This story of Jesus and the gifts being given reminds me of a day I spent in service at a community meal at my home church, St. Matthew, uh, in Auburn. We hosted that meal every Tuesday. This was a Tuesday in February where it had snowed the day before, and most of that snow was still on the ground. That tells you how cold it was outside. As we arrived that afternoon and began prepping for the community meal, I remember much like our Saturday meal here at Good Shepherd, we made several carafes of coffee so we can invite the community to come in early, have a cup of coffee, and warm up in our parish hall. 
I recall my heart feeling full as folks came in, and I could just see the relief on their faces to be somewhere warm and welcoming. We began serving the meal, and we usually serve somewhere between 50 and 60 people. I felt joy watching our community come through the line of food that had been prepared, knowing that each person was warm and getting a nutritious meal. I was always proud to be part of the volunteer team on the serving line because serving just comes from a place of love. By simply asking each guest politely if they wanted a portion of whatever dish we had to offer, or making sure if someone had special dietary needs that they were taken care of, we were serving up far more than just a meal. We were also serving welcome and grace. As we hoped each guest would feel a sense of belonging and community. And in return, so many of the guests were gracious. Some even helped with the meal prep and clean up each week. And most thanked our volunteers for being there. Once everyone had eaten, we were cleaning up. I stepped outside to throw the garbage in the bins, and the wind just whipped this arctic cold air across my body. Because I had been inside for so long, I had almost forgotten how cold it was outside, and it truly shocked me. This is where my heart went from being full of joy to having deep concern, as I thought of each of our community members having to exit the warm parish hall into the stream, extreme cold. Even though Auburn had a cold weather shelter at the time, it was still miles away from St. Matthew, and not all would go there. Some would be sleeping outside, in tents or in their vehicles. It just seems so wrong to be sending folks outside. It broke my heart. For as successful as our community meal was, I wish that we could have organized and had the ability to be an emergency shelter during cold weather events. We certainly had the space, but I knew in my heart that we would have struggled to have the gift of enough volunteers. As we were locking up, I exited the building, and on the ground just outside of the parish hall door, one of the men who I recognized as a regular at our meal had sculpted with his bare hands a six-foot-long cross made of snow lying flat on the ground with Jesus stretched out on it. You could clearly see Jesus, his face, his hands and feet nailed to the cross, and his crown made of thorns. I stood there awestruck, then I felt tears fill my eyes, as I was overwhelmed by the presence of God directly in front of me. To me, this was an epiphany, much like the Magi being guided by the heavenly brilliance of the star to the love of God manifested through Jesus laying in the manger. I had been led to the love of God by this unassuming sculptor, this blessed homeless man. He had brought forth his gift in the extreme cold for each one of us to witness. And the message that came through so clear to me was that not one person walking out of the building into the cold that night was walking alone. No, they were walking with Jesus. Jesus was beside us, beside the poor, beside the needy, beside the addicted, beside the mentally ill, beside the unsheltered, and beside those doing their best to serve in his name. As I felt joy in my heart, I knew I was laying down my gifts in the right place. 
I took photos that night of the snow sculpture of Jesus on the cross. We gave a framed copy to our priest, Father Antonio, and he hung it in the church office. And we sent a digital copy to the diocese, and I have a copy that I keep at home in my Bible. It serves as a reminder that I witnessed the gifts of God's light and love with my own eyes that night, and that they were gifted to me by someone who really was a stranger, someone I recognized but did not know, a homeless sculptor whose gifts of faith and discipleship I can only keep striving to achieve. So on this 12th night, as Christmas comes to a close and we move into the season of light, the season of epiphany, know that God has given each of you a gift. And it's up to you. How will you share that gift with the world? What path will your discipleship follow this year? Will it be the same path that you have been on or will you change direction and try something new? What is God calling you to do? I invite and encourage you to find some quiet time in the beginning of this new year to talk with God or pray with God, whatever your spiritual practice is, and discern the answer to those questions as you seek the right place to lay your gifts down. Theologian and uh, mystic and civil rights leader Howard Thurman shared one of his gifts in the writing of the poem, The Work of Christmas. As I close with his words, I pray they will inspire you along your journey. The work of Christmas, when the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among all people, and to make music in the heart. Amen.